Packers Daily with Jason Mertides. A first win of 2022 edition of Flyers Daily. Got a man coming late. Stepping around a man. Wrist the line and gives it up and they score. Into the right circle. What a pass by Rasmus. Wrist the line And Jerry Mayhew puts it into the empty goal for his third of the season. Wrist the line and makes it happen. Mayhew gets the goal. It's one of them fired. Gets one in that net, that bounce, the lead on in front, they score! Cam Atkinson picks up the garbage in front after that puck bounced off of Jonathan Quick. It was just a dump in by Giroux, and Atkinson takes advantage for a 2 nothing Fires lead. It's banded out the center, a race for the puck, catching up to that Atkinson. He's going to go right in, backhand, forehand, he scores! The shorthanded goal by Cam Atkinson. The sixth the Flyers have scored this year. Atkinson has half of them. And the Flyers have taken the 3-1 lead. Lawton in the high slot. Lawton looking at the net. Changes the angle. Leads it. A shot by Atkinson. Rebound. They score! And Scott Lawton ends it. The overtime goal. And this 13-game winless drought is finally over as the Flyers beat the Kings in OT 4-3. And welcome to a Sunday, January 30th edition of Flyers Daily with Jason Matitas. Ding dong, the winless streak is dead as the Flyers get an OT win over the Los Angeles Kings, end their 13-game winless streak, and get a victory and take the temperature down. That's what Chuck Fletcher said the other day. We need a win. We need to bring the temperature down. And it, wouldn't you know it, it is subarctic outside and the temperature is down. And damn, it feels good to get a win. It's been so long since the Flyers have won, and it's been such a frustrating period of time and season for that matter. Uh, To get this win feels really good for the Flyers. And I think this win actually serves two purposes. Now, if the Flyers would have went out yesterday and played the Kings and came away with a 4-2 or a 4-1 or 5-2 win and just kind of played a better game than their opponent and... Just kind of, you know, rock and chair ride did it, rode their way to a win. It, that would be one thing. But this game, I think, serves two purposes because they faced adversity. They grabbed a two-goal lead. Then the Kings battled back. They have that 3-1 lead. The Kings battle back. They get the game tied with the goaltender pulled at 19-22 of the third period. More adversity. Now you're heading to overtime, knowing that you're 0-4, the shootout this season. You got to avoid the shootout because not only are you 0 for 16 in shootout attempts, and obviously going 0 for 16 on the shootout attempts, every time they've gone to the shootout, they've lost the game. So you have all this coming, kind of stacking against you, all this adversity punching you in the face. And the fact that you can overcome it and get the win, I think is more important than just having a 4 1 victory that was kind of a rock and chair ride. So In that regard, you kind of slayed two dragons yesterday for the Flyers, and they take that 4-3-1. Damn, how good was Cam Atkinson in the game? He was buzzing the entire afternoon. He's been buzzing with his play of late. He gets the the goal and the rebound from, I don't know what Giroux put on that dump-in attempt on Jonathan Quick to make the, the puck shoot up so bizarrely, frankly. You know, it's rare that a puck kind of, bounces the way it did you know usually it can land flat and just die on the ice and maybe bounce and flip a little bit and change direction but 
it seemed like it jumped up really high and caught Jonathan Quick really off guard. And I don't know how that happened, what part of the edge of the puck just caused it to do that. But Atkinson driving the net takes care of it and gets the job done. Then on the, the shorthanded goal, just the puck gets thrown out into space. And Cam Atkinson, again, uses one of his great attributes, which is his legs, and gets to that puck and is able to stick with it and beat Jonathan Quick. That gave the Flyers the 3-1 lead. And just about 25 seconds later, uh, the Los Angeles Kings get back within one. So that shorthanded goal kind of mitigated the power play goal that Los Angeles had. And then eventually they do get the game tied with 19-22 of the third period. Uh, but Lawton, real good playing overtime. Atkinson, a part of it. He's got two goals and an assist on the day. And once again, I mean, it's easy to look at this game and and point out Atkinson and point out Giroux and point out Scott Lawton and the play that Ristolainen makes on that first goal to Jerry Mayhew. But I don't, none of it's possible. None of it matters unless you get the goaltending that they got once again from Carter Hart. He has been just absolutely battling his butt off. And when you consider what his record is and his save percentage is, they just, they almost don't seem to match because the team just hasn't won that many games, but his save percentage is, you know, in the top half of the NHL. And considering what they've given up from a quality of shot standpoint and volume, it's amazing that he's got the numbers from a save percentage and goals against average that he does. The record is reflective of a team accomplishment. And boy, he just battled again. And he's been so good this year. And he's been such a, a bright spot for this team in a pretty dismal and dark season that that's one of those things that you really love to see. Now, one of the other things that I really liked about the game, you know, we got to see another Flyers prospect make his NHL debut. This time it was Isaac Ratcliffe, second round pick from back in 2017, London, Ontario kid, big body, 6'6", about 210 pounds. I mean, he's got an NHL body. After the Flyers score their second goal of the game, that next shift he goes out and Mikey Anderson tries to put a hit on him at the red line right in front of the right between the Flyers bench and the Kings bench. And Isaac Ratcliffe sees him coming and bears down on him and absolutely obliterates him. And I tweeted it out and said, you know, usually a player coming in for his first NHL game, there's a, a welcome to the NHL kid moment. Like now you're playing with the big boys. He kind of reversed that with a hit on Mikey Anderson that was, I mean, he just absolutely blew him up. And I think that was important right after scoring to not only respond, you know, and not give anything up as the Kings try and capture momentum, but also to dictate physically the terms on the ice. And that was a big, big hit. All said and done, he ends up with three shots on goal and four hits in the game. And, and just under 10 minutes of ice time, an effective 10 minutes of ice time and a really good debut, I thought, for Isaac Ratcliffe. I had a chance to catch up with Isaac after the game. Talk to him about it. Here's that conversation. Joining us on this episode of Flyers Daily, he made his debut against the Los Angeles Kings in a win. It is Isaac Ratcliffe. Isaac, how'd that feel? That was awesome. I mean, obviously, to come out with my first one to get a win, that's really all that matters. Uh, I noticed that when you did your solo lap, you went counterclockwise. <laughs> it wasn't really even a thought in my head. I, I'm kind of just trying to go out there and not fall. That's my main focus, obviously, when I'm going out there. Obviously, no helmet and stuff, too. It was just super exciting and um, really excited to get that opportunity. Obviously, the guys love it, too. So, 
when you get in, when you get into your first NHL game, there's usually one of those moments that's a, a welcome to the NHL moment. I think your welcome to the NHL moment is when Mikey Anderson tried to hit you at the red line and you absolutely destroyed him. Your physicality was on display in this game, something I'm, I'm sure you wanted to bring to the table. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I tried to focus on just bringing a little bit of energy to uh, to the game today, and I think that helped out in our favor. I mean, I always talk about just bringing – I really tried to add that to my game actually recently and um, just kind of separate myself in the ozone a little bit too. So it obviously happened right in front of the benches too, so I'm sure uh, the opposing team got to see it a little bit too, and hopefully uh, – I mean, that's that. my plan was to kind of separate myself a little bit later in the game. and. Um, maybe do it for my teammates as well, too. So I'm just happy we came out with the win today. And um, I was able to bring a little bit of energy with physicality. When did you feel like you kind of calmed down and realized that, okay, this is a hockey game. It's still 200 by 85. The puck's the same. The nets are the same. When, what point in the game did that happen for you? Was it at intermission or was it even prior to that? I mean, I came out before the game and I just kind of tried to settle in to the ice surface itself and really not look beyond the glass. I mean, that's... Uh, kind of helps just to, to settle my brain a little bit, obviously, when, when you go in and, and you just picture it as just another hockey game. But um, I knew the speed was going to be a little bit higher, but I knew everyone on my side was going to be working a little bit harder too. So um, when everyone's in the right spot and everyone's doing the right things, I mean, it's definitely not a hard hockey game. Talk about what it was like between the second and third period for you guys. Is, you know, the team's trying to end this losing skid. And you guys are in a position to, to go out there in that third period, win a period, win a game. It ends up going to overtime. But what was the what was the vibe like in, in the locker room between the periods for you? I mean, it was a it was a one goal game. So obviously we're just trying to keep it positive in there and um, keep trying to control the game as best we can and keep pouncing on our opportunities. And um, it's exactly what happened, too, when uh, Cam was able to get that opportunity uh, shorthanded and he was able to capitalize for us. And that was a, a big point of the game. I mean, it really can't pretty much canceled out their power play goal afterwards and it kept us in the same position and we were, we were holding on pretty well and just trying to do the right things defensively and when we got our opportunities offensively just take advantage of them uh it was obviously a really close game but everyone battled really hard to make sure that we came out on top and obviously that was a huge goal in overtime so we're, we're just really happy with the win was there kind of like for lack of a better term isaac a holy moment where you look over at a face off you go Oh my God, it's Drew Doughty. Or, you know, I mean, you're a kid that grew up in London, Ontario. You know, he's played for Team Canada and won some cups. Is, is there any of those moments in the game for you? Uh, I mean, not necessarily. I mean, I, I kind of grew up watching Drew, obviously, coming through London and, and then obviously through Guelph, through junior. He played there and he yeah. actually lived with uh, the same billets that I had in Guelph, too. So <laughs> we kind of had that connection. And, um, then obviously that helped us out in the summers just to get on the ice together. So I can read off him a little bit too. I mean, he's obviously uh, one of the most skilled D men to ever play the game, honestly. And um, going up against him, it's, it was even a little bit more exciting just trying to get under his skin a little bit too. He's obviously a guy that's a little chippy and mm -hmm. um, plays the game offensively. But if he can kind of finish checks on him, I think he can separate a little bit. It, that's kind of weird, right? That you have the same Billa family and then you end up with your NHL debut against them. And it's not like the Flyers play the Kings six times a year, <laughs> you know? Yeah, exactly. I know. I made it a little bit more exciting. I mean, um, my Billups were actually able to make it down for the game too. So, awesome. And I, I know Dewey just uh, celebrated his thousandth game the other night. So, I mean, to, to get that right after that as well too was pretty awesome. Uh, did your family get in? I know the weather was wreaking some havoc for a lot of people. 
Yeah, my parents were able to fly in just before the storm last night. Great. Thank God. So uh, I was able to see them for dinner last night, and I'll, I'll go uh, meet up with them afterwards here, and I'm sure uh, they'll have a lot of emotions for me. Well, no doubt. Um, great debut. You ended up with three shots on goal, four hits in the game. You were a physical presence and made some plays out there, had some scoring opportunities as well. Isaac, thanks for doing this. Congrats on your first NHL game and, and many more to come. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. You heard him yesterday on Flyers Daily and his media availability and how well-spoken he is. And well, I just thought he acquitted himself really well in the hockey game. Uh, looked like he belonged physically, didn't seem intimidated, got some scoring chances. And uh, got a couple shots on goal, three shots on goal, four hits in the game. I'd say that that's a successful debut for Isaac Ratcliffe. And we look forward to seeing him coming up on Tuesday when the Flyers are back in action, this time against the Winnipeg Jets, looking to win two straight for what seems like an eternity. It really does seem like an eternity. After the game, one of the players of the game that we just talked about, Cam Atkinson, two goals in the game. And an assist as well. And it gets the assist on the game winner in overtime by Scott Lawton. Uh, Tim Saunders and Steve Coates had a chance to catch up with Cam Atkinson after the game. Here's what he had to say. The way the last six weeks have gone. Yeah, it's, you know what, I don't even know what to say, honestly. It's found a way to get a win. Um, I think there's obviously some things we still need to work on. But look at the positives. It's, uh, you know, we played, we played a solid game and got the job done. You know, you're such an outstanding penalty killer what do you feel is your like I, there's so many of them but where do you feel your stronger attribute in being able to be so successful at it i think just my i, I trust my instincts and uh, my anticipation i think uh you know 95 percent of the time it works for me um and i know kind of what the the pp guys are doing so i, I can kind of cheat a little bit uh, knowing that i can get back in position pretty quickly so i just trust my instincts you have 19 career shorthanded goals and we said it at the time if you don't stop on that chance you don't get that goal yeah you know it's uh that's where i score a majority of my goals right in front of the net so um i just have a knack for for stopping and and uh usually you know if you stop good things happen and the puck followed me there the rest of the year you've got you're going to get people back so now it's a matter and, and i imagine the pride in the bill in the dressing room will, will carry through to the to, to get this back righted so at least you can feel back build better for yourselves heading in the next season yeah you know i think we're just going to take it a day by day by day game by game and uh continue to improve and work on the things we need to improve on and it's, uh, it's a good opportunity for a lot of these guys and more opportunity for me that i'm just trying to make the most of it two goals in a game three points and the Flyers finally win one in overtime. Cam, thanks for doing this. Congrats on the win, and good luck on Tuesday. Thanks, guys. I often try not to pay too much attention when things are going really well or really poorly on what players say, because sometimes you get a lot of player speak, but you never get that sense when Cam Atkinson speaks. He's one of those guys that kind of shoots from the hip, is a gamer, and has a lot of transparency and honesty when he speaks. So he is one of the guys that I tend to listen to when things are going poorly or tend to listen to when things are going well because it's not just cliches and uh, excellent game from Cam Atkinson yesterday excellent win for the Flyers and we should enjoy it all day on this Sunday anyway tomorrow we'll have another brand new episode for you as the Flyers prepare to take on the Winnipeg Jets one final game before the all-star break that'll be on Tuesday night but we'll bring you another brand new Flyers Daily coming up tomorrow. Have a great Sunday, everybody. Enjoy the win. Yeah.